Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen. And so are you! <laughs> Screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is episode 95, and it is day three of our Halloween movie marathon. If you don't know what that means, it's a really gay way to say Halloween that doesn't really work. You know, like, hey, Halloween, but you know what? Work with it. Now, I'm sorry I didn't get this to you on time. This should have been out yesterday, Saturday, but it's been a hell of a day. And well, no, it wasn't a hell of a day. It was a good day. Uh, I had one of the most, the best performances of my show, The Ryan Case, which you can go check out at www.liveintheater.com. Sold out house, raucous, raucous crowd in the best possible way. The show took like 45 minutes longer than it normally does because they were just so amped up. And. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the, the MTA has screwed up subways beyond belief this weekend, so it took me three hours to get home. So there was that, but I got home, and Daddy was tired. Daddy was done. Daddy wanted his pizza, and Daddy wanted his pillow. And Daddy got both. And right now, kids, it is 4 o'clock in the goddamn morning. I don't know what I'm doing up. Oh, I went to bed. I got my pizza and my pillow. And I woke up about 45 minutes ago. And I, don't know, I woke up angry. I don't know why. I just woke up. Bah, 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 and I said, you know what? Let's put it to good use. Let's talk to my people. And you are my people. And I want to tell the people of Argentina. Now, I'm not going to sing a Vita at 4 o'clock in the morning. Maybe 5 o'clock in the morning, but not. Not four. That's just gauche. So, Daddy Patrick, what are we talking about today? Well, I'll tell you what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about the remake of Maniac, starring Elijah Wood. And I almost just said, I swear to God, I almost just said, we're going to talk about the remake of Mannequin. If only. We're not. So... Can you imagine? It would still be Kim Cattrall. <laughs> She's pretty much made of plastic now anyway. Oh, gosh, that's just mean. That's just mean. So Patrick play the trailer for the love of God. It might not be playing right now because I have to go in the other room to record it. Oh, yeah, I'm on Brad's computer. So I apologize for the sound, but, you know, I can't record in there because someone's <laughs> like that's anything different than any moment of the day on any day anyway. But I have to go in there at least to dub over the uh, trailer. You don't even care. You don't even care. It's probably playing now anyway, so shut up. Okay, so that's Mannequin. And I did it again! <laughs> Expect me to do that a lot, I guess. Mm. Coffee. Now, 
That was Maniac. Now, of course, Maniac is a remake of the 1978 legendary gore fest, you know, with effects by Tom Savini and starring Carolyn. Karen, I don't have anything in front of me. It's Monroe, Carolyn Monroe. Okay, and and all that good stuff. And I have to be perfectly honest, I did not have a lot of interest in watching this. I'm not a big fan of the original. I'm not a fan of the original at all. Not that it's a bad movie. I've only seen it once, but it it didn't sit well with me. And maybe it's because, you know, I it was even though I did not see it in its religion, original release because I was way too young. I saw it when I was in high school. It brought me back to that period of time in New York, and this was very shortly after the Son of Sam murders. And that was very real and very visceral and was an important part of my growing up. And that that summer, you, you could not, not be aware of it. Even at six years old, I was very, very afraid for my sisters who weren't much older and fit the type. And actually, Son of Sam struck in my neighborhood. We even had a cousin visiting from Ireland. Hi, Cousin Helen. And she fit the profile. And my Uncle Willie, who was a cop, God rest his soul, he bought them wigs. Because that's what they were advising girls with dark hair to do. That that complexion that he tended to go for. You know, give them blonde wigs, give them red wigs. It was less likely for them to get, you know, attacked when they went out if they don't visually fit the profile. So... When I saw Maniac, it was so gritty and so dirty. And I'm sorry, I don't remember the guy's act, the actor's name. And he's so gross. He's slimy. And I can't imagine why Carolyn Monroe was having any interaction with him at all. That it was very unpleasant. And even the gore scenes, they're wonderfully done. I mean, they're beautifully orchestrated. But that first scalping, it just there was it, the camera just sat there. It was this static camera and it was just like an unblinking eye and it just felt so clinical and so dehumanizing and just so wrong that it wasn't entertainment for me i totally get people who enjoy the movie it just wasn't for me it took me a place to back to a place in my life that i didn't like so it was with hesitation that i went into this elijah wood remake version not because I didn't want to see it per se, but I just didn't have a lot of enthusiasm for it. I didn't feel like revisiting a lot of those feelings that the original stirred up for me. This film is very, very, very different in a lot of ways. And one of the, it's not as gritty. It's much more stylized. And it's, it's, you know, it was New York when it was dirty. And this is LA when it's all like squeaky and plastic and all that stuff so it's a different different feel and of course the big difference in this is that the majority of the film is shot in first person and I'm hearing weird noises in the house which is either an axe murderer or a cat using the litter box and either way it's an act of terror <laughs> yep that's a cat using the litter box Woo. Oh, the realism we bring to you here on the Scream Queens Horror Podcast Okay, simmer down, Sebastian. He's got the worst poops. It's just like liquid. It's like, it's like never solid. Am I sharing too much? Probably. But you know, it's a horror podcast. Share, share my nightmare. Share it. Where was I? Oh, it's shot in the first person. There's, There's a couple of shots that are not, but it's close enough. 
you you get to see him in his reflection and things like that and and people talk directly to the camera and either you're going to like it or you're going to not like it I've seen a lot of people like, oh my God, I guess they couldn't afford to have Elijah Wood more than like one day because he's only in it for like 30 seconds. And I didn't see it that way at all. Because you could tell he's there. A lot of the voiceover work you can tell is not foleyed over. It's, it's on set. But what it does is it puts you in his head. Figuratively speaking, you are seeing the world through his eyes. And... You really get an idea of who this guy is and what makes him tick. And you kind of like him, but he's horrible. I mean, not like him, but you understand why he is what he is, but that he's still a monster. And it's one of these movies that I enjoyed, too, because on a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? On a, not forensic, profiling level, a psychological profiling level, it shows what is normally true is that monsters are not born they're made and that the the grown-up killer tends to wind up killing the person that made them that way over and over again because they couldn't do it themselves anyway and that was very very true here i found this movie extremely unsettling there was not a frame of this film where I felt comfortable. And I thought that was masterful. I was constantly worried about not just what I was going to see or what but what was going to happen and like cuz you just you see him with these girls and you're like, "Oh, please, honey, just go. Just go." Like this he meets a girl on like an okay Cupid type of a site and the whole date you're like, "Just sweetie, go. Go. Don't you see what he is? Don't you see his hands?" They're cut and they're bruised and there's something wrong and you don't see it. And then, of course, this poor girl takes him home and she puts on that song from Silent Sutherland. I'm crying over you. I'm like, you're dead. You know, I'm sorry. If you put that song on to, like, get it on, you kind of deserve what you get. But she doesn't deserve what she gets. It's the other masterstroke of this film. These victims are victims. They don't do anything wrong some of them are completely random that girl he you know he met online so that was some premeditation there was one most of them he follows home and that's frightening i mean i erica from nine of the living podcast she posted once about you know what it's like to be a woman and always fearing for your safety and i never really thought about she's like you know you don't know what it's like when you leave work and you're parked far away you try desperately to find somebody to walk to the car. When you walk to the car, you always check the back seat and, you know, face certain situations that make you uncomfortable just by being a woman. And I said, okay. And scenes of Elijah Wood, the ones that really got me, aren't even violent. They'd just be scenes of him driving around, looking, hunting, just looking at women on the street and the camera would linger on one for a while and you follow her for a block or two and I'm starting to go, no, 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 not her. Leave her alone. She looks like a nice person. No, no, no. Sometimes you'd go for her, sometimes you didn't. And it was just this really unpleasant tension. Yet I couldn't turn it off. And to be perfectly honest, the other reason I wasn't thrilled about going into this is because it's, uh, 
Alexander Aha, Aja, Aja. And I like some of his work, but lately he hasn't been batting a thousand. A lot of his recent work I've been like about. But this, I have to say, is masterful. It's beautifully shot. It's beautifully scored. Wonderfully acted. And a lot of people are like, I'm not afraid of Elijah Wood. He's like three feet tall. He's not scary. How can he be scary? He's, you know, Bilbo. He's this child actor. The thing I've always said, Elijah Wood, since the first time I saw him, and I think, what was it, Avalon? A movie called Avalon when he was like seven or eight. I'm like, this kid's good. This kid is an actor. And then he did that movie with Macaulay Culkin. I'm like, Elijah Wood should have been the star of this movie because this kid understands somehow depth and layers. And then you had Macaulay Culkin, who's just Macaulay Culkin. I have a name. I slapped my hands on my face and got famous for that. And I don't really act. I just kind of show up and have duck lips. I'm sorry. He looked like he was, you know, Howard the Duck's son to me. It's random. So I said, if an actor, you know, Elijah Wood can pull this off somehow. I know he can dig deep and find it. And he does. He does. He's got those... What I've always liked about him is those big blue eyes. Even this kid, I'm like, look at those blue eyes. You can like read the world in that kid's eyes. And this one, I don't know if he lost weight, but his eyes are huge. That makes it so much scarier. Um, the gore is there. There's lots of scalping. There's lots of blood. Uh, and eventually he meets a French girl who's a photographer who takes an interest in his mannequins because he, he restores antique mannequins. And this relationship I bought much more than the one with Carol Monroe and whoever the guy was in the original. Uh, not just because, you know, well, Elijah Wood's kind of much more attractive than the original man, but they were bonding over something that was deeper. He was falling for her because he appreciated his art and I have to say, I saw this hot on the heels of Tourist Trap. So I have to say, fuck mannequins. Fuck all mannequins, because the mannequins in this are really creepy, even when they don't have human hair nailed to them. And they're even scary when they're in an art gallery and have someone else's faces, someone else's face projected on them. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, I liked Mannequin. It's grim. There's not a second of joy in it, but there's a lot of truth. And that worked for me. So it's not fun Halloween watching. I don't feel the need to ever see this movie again, but not for the same reasons that I felt for the original. It's just that I saw this. I walked in these shoes because it does literally put you in his shoes. And... While I appreciated being there, I don't feel the need to go back. I didn't like it in the best way. Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense. You're smart people. And if I didn't play Michael Sambello's Maniac, which I don't think I'm going to because it's just too early in the goddamn morning. A lot of people don't know that Michael Sambello wrote that song initially based on the movie Maniac. It was a completely different song, and then it was adapted for Flashdance. And, well, I would just love to hear what it was originally supposed to sound like, because that's just weird. And I like it. Okay, I really, really don't know if I'm going to get a show out to you tonight, tonight. 
I'm going to try to give you two today, like one to make up for yesterday and one when I get home from work tonight. But eight hours of the Jekyll and Hyde Cup can be really draining. So at best, no, I'm sorry, at worst, I'm at least going to give you a very quick, quickie episode and I'm going to talk about those other two unspeakable films that I talked about a few shows ago. Remember? And if you weren't listening, these unspeakable films are films that you can't really talk about for whatever reason. Either that you can't talk about it without ruining it, or it's just hard to talk about. So I'm going to assign them as homework. And I look forward to your reviews. But that's later on tonight, right? Now, I'm going to finish this cup of coffee that I got right here. And I'm going to go back to bed. Because i got to be at work in five hours. Delighting children from around the world. Because that's what I do. I do it at work. And I do it right here. The only difference is, you're the weird kids. And I love that. So go to Rome